as we celebrate the memorial of St. John Justin the Martyr, <coughs> a young man from Samaria and was a philosopher. People who argue a lot, who you know, absorb all kinds of wild ideas, they believe that for one to exist, one must reason. And they seek for all types of esoteric knowledge. But in his quest in seeking knowledge, he got in contact with Christianity and he became a Christian, an outstanding one for that matter. And one of the things that the church battled with at the early beginning was error. The devil knew that he could not just stop what Christ has begun, but he had an option that, okay, if I cannot stop what has begun, I can corrupt what has begun. And so the devil began to sow all kinds of error in the gospel, obscure the gospel, to obscure the authenticity of the gospel by bringing in things that <clears throat> will make the gospel to have its full power. And so all kinds of strange ideas were coming. Terms and conditions that will make the gospel viable. You know? And that has not stopped even up to today. The devil cannot stop the movement of grace and the gospel. But he will do everything to corrupt that message in your heart. To make you believe other things that will not make the gospel have power in your soul. And one of the ones that he has succeeded in doing today in our own world is to give us a gospel of consumerism. Gospel of appetite. As long as God is blessing you, life is wonderful. So we see God as a God who just gives us material things. And so testimonies are built only based on the material things that finally shows up in our quest to serve God. And that has been settled in the heart of many Christians. And we are victims of this. Nobody testifies or gives a testimony of his growth in the spirit and what he has come to know in the spirit. And so when Justin, Justin you know, uh, converted as a philosopher who understands what the devil is, you know, is doing, he engaged his rationality in defending the faith. And he wrote two great books that have influenced the, the seminary information today. The first one is called the Apologies, and the second one is called the, the Treatise of you know, uh, the Treatise of Threefold. So these were things books he wrote in defending the authenticity of the gospel, in trying to prove the grace of salvation, the grace of righteousness, and our place in God. That was, you know, the things that the church needed at that time. In one of his teachings, also he made he made he made, he made, he made mention of living beyond what the eyes can see. And because of the way he was so outstanding with the gift of writing and arguing the gospel, he was marked. So when the time of persecution came, he was a victim. And so he died because of that. As we celebrate him today, we remember him because he defended the faith and made sure that he fought the corruption that was coming into the faith. That makes the faith look like as if it's a nothing entirely. And so we must be sensitive that as we celebrate the life of saints, we see what they live for. And we ask ourselves, are we victims of that very thing that they live for? Are we victims of the Christianity that is 
that is being peddled today, where everything has to be, oh, God bless me with the car. God bless me with the house. God gave me food. God gave me a wife. God gave me a child. And that is the testimony of Christians. And as long as this is happening, yes, our God is good. And all the time, the Lord is best. You see? And so we are not seeing beyond that level. Not seeing beyond that level is the error. Because the gospel takes us beyond food and drink. The Bible says the kingdom of God is not what food and drink. But what? Righteousness. Eh? Peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. So our Christian life must take us beyond the material things we see and take us to the realms of righteousness. Right standing with God. Keen into the mystery and the plans and purposes that God has you know, ordained for each and every one of us. And so we must understand that. And so there are many other errors that have crept into the church today and has made people to settle for their own kind of religion. This is how I serve my own God. You don't serve your own God in your own terms and conditions. God has given us a template on how to serve him. And Jesus is that template. And so we must be infused into Christ. And let the mind of Christ become our own mind. We don't have right to have our own mind any longer. So when we live our life day by day, as we make our choices, make our decisions, we need to ask one fundamental question. What is propelling this decision I'm taking now? This step I'm taking, who at the end takes the glory? This is how you live your life day by day and you'll be relevant to Christ. Or else, you'll be a victim of the error that has taken a lot of Christians hostage already. They are in church. They are holding church positions in church. But they are victims of error already. And as long as you are a victim of error, it means you are in darkness. And the devil has a lot of right over your life. Because what you allow to rule your soul will necessarily run your life. And so we pray at this Mass that through the intercession of St. Justin, the Holy Spirit, who cancels us day by day, as we mentioned today in our uh, uh, praying for the gift of the Holy Spirit, the gift of counsel, you know, that through the knowledge of Christ we have gained, we will be counseled properly. This stuff counsel cannot work unless you gain knowledge. You see the point? You know? So if you don't have the if you don't have knowledge of the word of God, the spirit of counsel cannot cancel you. It cancels you with the raw material you have acquired in your course of studying the word of God. It can inform you. It can it can tell you to take your right or your left based on the knowledge you have acquired. And that's actually what happened in the life of Saint Justin. He was one who gained that knowledge. On account of that, he was cancelled properly. And based on his, the quality of understanding he had, he was able to write those books that have influenced his generations. He was born about, about 165 years after Christ. But today, over 1,900 years, okay, his books are still relevant because of the spirit that inspired that. Ourselves, when we die, what legacy are we going to leave? What impact are we leaving behind? What has ruled us? What has, you know, directed the steps we have taken? And we must take these things very, very seriously. Because these are the things that truly matter in God's presence. May God bless us all in our hearts through Christ our Lord.